Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing with Teeling. Now, I have had the loveliest weekend last weekend, and this will sound awful to some of you because I was child-free, and that's why it was so lovely. Um, (laughs) But we were both child-free for two days and two nights, and I mean, I may have mentioned this before, I don't know, I probably repeat myself every week, let's be honest, Um, but I don't live with Ed. He lives in Birmingham and I live in like a little town just outside of Birmingham, between like Birmingham and Worcester, um, which is about 20 miles away from him. And he co-parents his girls 50-50 and I co-parent Lila 50-50 and our weekends and childcare arrangements don't match up very often. We make it happen once a month. We make a free weekend every month to be child-free um, because we do need that. We need to spend some time together. We need some quality time with each other. And it happens more often if the stars align and it happens even more often with us you know, having evenings free in the week if the stars align again because we have very different... 50-50 childcare arrangements so it's pretty tricky and so when we get those nice weekends it's just us no children no having to think about anybody else we make a point of having a date night and we do something always and um, we have relationship rules I think I've mentioned these before so rule number three is always try to pull each other so always try and make the other one fancy you and keep the spark in our relationship um i should probably do like a podcast on our relationship rules and make ed come on and talk about them too because they are quite funny in a way like one of them's don't fart which is difficult to do anyway we (laughs) i digress Uh, but it was our second wedding anniversary wedding anniversary i never got married 
what I did, but that was a long time ago. It's our second anniversary of meeting last week. So we celebrated by going to a Michelin starred restaurant called Ophine, which is in Birmingham. It's one of the five Michelin starred restaurants that we have in Birmingham, our city. Um, even though I don't live there anymore and I live just outside of the city. Um, we are the second city that has the most Michelin stars outside of London. We have five. And, you know, just saying, if you ever fancy a trip to Brum, we like our food. We have some really, I've only been to two of them, I've only been to Simpsons and Ophim. Um, I've been to Ophim twice. And it's like a 10-course tasting menu, along with, like, wine and cocktails and everything else. We had about 16 different courses with all the little entrees and desserts and bits and bobs in the lounge and yeah there was a lot of food but it was better than last year um I think the courses were a little bit lighter than last year last year I walked out of there and I was like I can't move I'm never going to eat again and this time I was like and that was just about right I'm full I feel a bit sick and I'm gonna go home and go to sleep so yeah my point is that we had a really chilled weekend of just eating napping walking the dog chilling out we didn't even really watch any like you know how you normally crash in front of films or netflix or stuff like that we, we genuinely didn't do any of that because i kept falling asleep i've been really very tired the last few weeks and it's been quite full-on um at home and coaching and having lila and working my entire everything around childcare. <clears throat> So I kept falling asleep on him. I literally like had my book in my hand and I face myself. But my point is that we can't write these things in our bios, can we? You can't write in your bio like, I just want somebody to watch Netflix with and go for a walk in the park. But we are just all searching for someone to do the normal stuff with. You know, walking in the park, taking the kids to the park, walking the dog, Netflix marathons cooking together that was one of my big things and like just curling up with a glass of wine with somebody and having somebody who understands these other things that you want to do um and not think you're boring because wanting the everyday stuff is perfectly acceptable and you don't have to become a crazy skydiving rock climbing extroverted enthusiastic crazy person just to attract the relationship that you dream of because you just need to be you. You just have to be you. Like, But do you really know who you are? And who are you surrounding yourself with? Because are you just surrounding yourself with people that will distract you from your circumstances? And distract you from the fact that you are alone? You know, you are only as successful as the people you surround yourself with. You are only as good as who you hang out with. You are who you hang out with. So who are you hanging out with? Are you hanging out with those people who are like, I don't need no man? Or do you have like friends that you are with all of the time? Like you've got a, you know, single mom gang and all of you just discuss how unsuitable all the guys that you've ever dated are. And I bet you you've even dated some of those guys 
that your friends have dated and I bet they have nothing good to say about the guys that they have dated and don't get me wrong it is a bit weird I mean especially where I live like I live in a little town let's be honest so dating in my little town everyone knows everyone and if you meet somebody in this little town somebody will know somebody who knows your ex or knows your ex's friend or something along those lines um I actually dated the florist's ex-husband for my wedding that was fun you know what I mean so it's a small world and you'll end up dating all the awful men that your friends have dated but are you just closing yourself off to meeting anyone because a you don't need a man you have everything handled yourself you don't want to put yourself out there and be vulnerable again I mean that was b or c are you just keeping yourself really busy with friends family and children and just doing everything you can to avoid being alone and if you are doing these things are your fears currently outweighing your desires to share your life and be with somebody or you know you're never going to have the motivation to get out there if your fears are outweighing your desire to share your life because dating is vulnerable you will get judged you will judge the guys that you date and it's not a nice place to be putting a photo out there and having people go oh no 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 because that's what you're doing to people but there is hope and just because your friend went on a date with a guy and she thought he was an idiot it doesn't mean that he is He may not have been attracted to your friend. Your friend may not have been attracted to him. They never saw each other again. I know that Ed had some interesting situations before he met me and also some ridiculous chat-up lines that he tells me he used. And I was like, no, please don't use them on me. But I think he's funny and I found him attractive and he found me attractive. There is somebody out there for everyone. So... I'm just making you think about it. if you have children and you worry about who they hang around with, you worry about who their peers are, you worry about what school they go to and who they are spending their time with, because who they spend their time with will influence their mood, their views of the world and their expectations. So are you spending all your time with a girl gang that you're creating this powerful independent women no man can be included because this is just girls together and we don't need no man i didn't do the voice you don't need no man because you are going to terrify any guy who does find you attractive you are building up a wall and you are building up unrealistic I can't speak you're building up unrealistic expectations for a relationship because men work very differently to us and if you are coming from that powerful independent woman I don't need no man because I can do it all myself you're coming from very masculine energy and if you do date and you're trying to prove that you can handle everything and you don't need a guy it's just going to scare men off because let me tell you a little secret men actually like to be needed they actually want to be wanted and to be useful to us 
So even if you can handle it all yourself, you have the career, you have the house, you have the finances, the kids, the pets and everything's immaculate and organised. If you do want to eventually share your life with someone, you have to let these barriers down and see the benefits of having a partner in your life. Because, you know, you may have everything yourself at the moment, but you are probably a single income household. So have you ever thought about the fact that you will be able to share your finances? You'll be able to share the chores. You'll be able to share the responsibilities. You'll be able to share taking the bins out. I mean, someone might actually just do the bins for you. This is my hope that one day my bins will be taken out in the rain for me. Imagine that. I do genuinely have high hopes one day of us sharing a home, halving the bills, halving the cooking. And finally been able to have a cleaner again because if there's more than just the two of us in the house um <laughs> it's i'll give myself permission to have that extra help we will need that extra help with three girls and a dog and um, we will also need more bathrooms but yeah we will need a lot more help but we will also be able to share all the responsibilities and the finances of all of that so take a look around you and see what relationships you can role model because not all relationships are doomed and not all men are CUNTs. I know that your ex was probably a CUNT and you never want to go near another man again because of that. But no relationship is perfect. No person is perfect. And instead of looking at relationships and thinking, you know, I wouldn't put up with that or I won't do that or I wouldn't have that happen to me because I know that I'm still a batshit crazy woman. At least once a month, I'm irritated by everything. I cry an awful lot more than I should. But Ed is actually patient, supportive. He tries to work out why I'm being batshit crazy. Is it a real problem or am I just hormonal? And I get annoyed by that once a month. (laughs) obviously but I also get annoyed with things he does like he doesn't take his shoes off immediately when he walks in the house he is able to ignore the mess around us and the chaos that's going on and just focus on us or the here and now or what we're doing right now and it drives me mad because I just want to tidy up I want to sort everything out and then I'll be able to relax but he's able to just switch it all off and relax and you know that's not a bad thing but it does irritate me so can you see like how you focus on the positives you must have married friends that have a living relationship and even if their husband isn't perfect he must have some redeeming qualities that you like because your friend is with him your friend has been married to him for some time i imagine um but their their husbands aren't perfect and you know i use these techniques with clients quite a lot where i ask them to find a relationship that they can use as role model role, role models role models pick out the bits that they like about those relationships and then focus on that being something that they would like to attract into their life and again if you're meeting dates and you like a certain thing about that date but you don't like the other thing about that date focus on the thing that you do like you know and then are the other things that you don't like deal breakers or are you just saying no to that person because no thank you I don't need no man 
Are you making excuses not to like them? Or can you find the thing that you like and work on that and grow with what you do like? And if that person's not for you and they're things that you don't like are deal breakers, then keep that thing. I do like this about them. So I will work on attracting somebody who is like that, but also has this quality too. So do you know what I mean? I'm trying to get you to focus on positives, what you would like in a relationship, how you would like your relationship to look, how you can actually start visualising what a relationship would be like for you if you can start focusing on the good qualities and the positives that can come out of having a relationship. You know, you will have emotional support in a relationship as well as physical and financial support. And none of this will take away from your independence. It will just give you an extra loving layer to your life. It will add to your life, not take anything away from you. And you know, there's an extra layer of this that you could surround yourself with love. Where in your life do you already feel loved? Do you have friends who love you for just being you? They don't question your quirks. They don't question who you are or what you find funny. They just love you because you are you. Do you have pets who adore and love you and rely on you to keep them alive and fed and loved? Honestly, pets can be the living, most living, living things. Like, you know, cats will see it and love you as well as have their own independence. What about the kids? The kids who rely on you to keep them alive, literally. And they may not always show it, but they really do adore you. Like if you have children, your children adore you. You are their mother. And your family adores you just for being you. You must, If you have siblings, parents, these people really do love you. And they may not always show it, but cherish these relationships and nourish these relationships and create a loving environment for these relationships. You can create a loving home that you can welcome people into. Because the more love that you can surround yourself with, the more love you will feel. And the more you can create that loving feeling for yourself. And that more love is what you will attract into your life. You will attract loving people who want to love you into your life. Now, I want to talk about being vulnerable as well, because being vulnerable when you're out there dating takes some courage. It does not take confidence, because confidence is something you will build along the way. But being vulnerable takes courage. Being vulnerable enough to let down your barriers, to let someone get to know you with utter blind faith, without knowing if the outcome will be one that you want, is all about courage. And there's a really good book actually called um, Daring Greatly by Brené Brown. And it has, it talks about being courageous and to be vulnerable and how this, you know, it transforms the way we live, love and parent. Because it changed an awful lot of my views actually on things. It's not about having... Have you broken your New Year's resolutions yet? I have to admit that I don't do New Year's resolutions because they just don't work. So instead, I set myself goals based on what area of life I want to improve 
and this year it's my health and fitness, growing my coaching business and paying off my debts, which is a whole other story as I was left in a considerable amount of debt by my ex-partner. I have reflected on last year and worked out what went well and what didn't, which means I can use that as a pathway into how I can actually achieve my goals this year. I would love to help you do the same using my coaching skills and tools. I use these myself and I can help you reflect on last year, work out what is important for you to achieve this year and put some tangible steps in place for you to achieve what you set out to do this year. I'm offering a one hour one to one session for just £24 for you to set your goals this year. These spaces are limited and there's a link in my bio for you to book yours. confidence it's all about having the courage to get yourself out there to put yourself in front of your fears and start building the confidence that you need to become that person that you want to be to attract that love that you want in your life but I'll pop a little link in the show notes so you can go and get a copy of that if you wish and read in your own time because I just don't have enough time in this podcast to go through everything that Brenny Brown goes through But my next point is about learning how to be unapologetically you. Because that girl who was 15 and used to dance around her bedroom before the world and all of her peers told her that she shouldn't or wouldn't or couldn't and she wasn't good enough to do this or do that or have that life. Well, that is the girl that you probably need to revisit. That one who secretly loves to dance who secretly knows all the dance moves to like fives, I can't remember what it was called, I can't sing it for you either, but you know, you know I was 15 in the mid-90s and five were a big thing and I knew all the dance moves to that, but obviously that's not me because I was way too cool back then, I loved indie music, um, I followed my brother around with his guitar playing friends because they were hot and... <laughs> But genuinely, I mean, I am that girl too. I am that person who loves indie music and loves, like, you know, dancing and jumping up and down. But I lost a lot of myself when I met my ex-partner. I lost that person. I didn't know what I wanted, what music I liked. He was into dance music. I used to get into dance music with him quite a lot. I used to go out, like, dancing to that instead of going out dancing to the music I actually liked. And I lost an awful big part of myself. I lost all the bits that I loved about myself. But... I really am that girl who does love to dance around my kitchen. I really am that girl who loves cooking. I've always loved cooking. I've always loved like playing with things. And I love playing Take That songs and cheesy songs and all the things, you know, that I thought were cheesy and I couldn't say out loud. I love all of that stuff. And it's okay for me to love all of that stuff because she is the me underneath everything I have learnt or or unlearnt about myself over the years and I have to believe that that girl is good enough to be out here in the world and doing everything that I'm doing currently and you have to believe that you are good enough without all your fears, that you are awesome, that any rejection you get is purely protection for what is not meant to be. So when you are out there You have to believe that you, the true you, underneath everything that you have learnt or unlearnt about yourself over the years, is good enough. 
you have to convince yourself that you are good enough because when that rejection happens when your heart gets slightly broken when you like someone and they don't like you back you have to be able to look after yourself and bounce back from that rejection to get over that heartbreak and think that wasn't meant for me next we need to ariana grande and be like thank you next but the more you will learn to be unapologetically you the more you will learn to love spending time with you and learning about you is the only way you will ever find someone who wants to learn about you too because you will get to know yourself and you'll get to know yourself so well that you'll actually start enjoying your own company i know random but true you will no longer have time for the negative nellies in your life those negative attitudes about every guy they meet about everything in their life actually you know those people who are just nothing is good enough for them nothing's going to work for them nothing's going to be okay for them you will start not wanting to spend your time with those people because you love your life you do have hope you do think that there's somebody out there for you to share your life with and you know what when you spend time with a lot of these women they have their own fears to deal with they have their own fears about relationships they have their own fears about men and when you are spending time with the i don't need no man types they are just projecting all of their own fears onto you and you will start forming a trauma bond with them because you'll be like oh yeah that's what I experienced too and yeah that's happened to me too and oh yeah we, that, I can't ever do that again because I'm absolutely terrified of that happening to me again but if you stay in that state of trauma it will forever drag you down and it will keep you in victim and martyr mentality that like, you want to be a martyr do you want to be a victim do you want to spend the rest of your life being bitter and fearful and worrying that you're going to get hurt or do you want to face your fears knowing that you will probably get hurt you are definitely going to get rejected but you are strong enough to heal your own heart and keep moving forward because the love and the life of your dreams is out there waiting for you if you have the imagination to visualize that love and that life of your dreams it's there waiting for you you just have to have the courage to go and claim it so is your fear of rejection and vulnerability stronger than your desire to share your life and live that dream because if your desires are stronger, I would strongly suggest that you start looking at who you surround yourself by and change your nearest and dearest to more positive pollies instead of those negative Nellies. Because those positive pollies, those people who think that anything is possible, those people who can overcome their limiting beliefs, those people who actually achieve things are happy and have lovely lives even though they're not perfect my life is not perfect but I love the life that I live there's so many things that I want to achieve but I'll never achieve them if I can't be grateful for what I've got right here and right now so surround yourself with positive polys 
Now, I am totally and utterly booked up for the rest of the year. Can you believe it is December? What, I've got three weeks left of the year, three weeks until my birthday. It's just after Christmas. It's the worst birthday ever. Uh, But I'm totally and utterly, that's it now. All my one-to-ones were over yesterday. I've finished with everybody until January. But if you do want to work out what your limited beliefs are, and if you want to work out how they are holding you back and you want to work on changing them because working on your limiting beliefs, working on what's holding you back, changing those limiting beliefs will make you so confident in yourself that, you know, whether that is for you to meet a new partner or if that is just for you to be a badass at your life, that is totally up to you. But I do have spaces opening up in January as I can open up a whole new day of coaching. This is very exciting to me. Um, And there is a link in the show notes if you would like to check out how I can support you and how I can help you to become that person that you need to be, that best version of yourself for you to attract that person who loves you for it. Or... You can also go and check out, if you are dating at the moment, go and check out my Dud Date Cheat Sheet, um, How to Ditch the Dud Date Cheats Sheet, and that will help you put some boundaries in place for when you are putting yourself out there. And that is it from me. So until the next episode of Healing with Teeling next week, much love and I will catch you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Healing with Healing. If you are struggling in the dating and relationship game, I can support you to gain unshakable self-worth and become the best version of you to attract the best person for you with my one-to-one coaching program, Be You for Rendezvous. There is a link in the show notes if you would like to find out more about my one-to-one coaching and how I can support you, or please feel free to slide into my DMs on Insta and ask me any questions. I am at Rachel Teeling Coaching and this is where I share a lot of my dating journey, pictures of Ed, Lila and of course Frankie the Frenchie. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, please follow my show so you don't miss an episode. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a moment to rate and review to help me reach more ladies who need to hear this healing journey to inspire them to heal from their own trauma and find lasting love. Catch you on the next episode of Healing with Teeling. Are you a single, career or family driven woman, but you just cannot get lucky in love? Have you got back into the dating game after a long term relationship breakdown and you are now confused and overwhelmed by men and dating? Have you been on what feels like hundreds of first dates, but never seem to get a connection? And are you now wondering if there are any genuine committed men left in the world? I know. I feel you. I've been there. But I invite you to join me in my How to Find Lasting Love mini-series workshop to find out what actions you need to take to attract that lasting, loving relationship that you truly desire. These are three 10-minute-ish videos supporting you to find that secure, loving relationship that you desire. They cover how to successfully date after divorce, how to heal your relationship with men and how to shift your energy to attract that masculine man you desire. There is a link in the show notes for you to get 
access to those mini workshops. Go check them out and I shall see you there.